The Book of Acts, Chapter 13 Now there were in the church at Antioch both prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, surnamed Niger, Lucius the Cyrenian, Manaen the foster brother of the governor Herod, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke to them, saying, Set Barnabas and Saul apart for me, for a task to which I have called them. At this, after further fasting and prayer, they laid their hands on them and set them free for this work. So these two, sent out at the Holy Spirit's command, went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed off to Cyprus. On their arrival at Salamis, they began to proclaim God's message in the Jewish synagogues, having John as their assistant. As they made their way through the island as far as Papos, they came across a man named Bar-Jesus, a Jew who was both a false prophet and a magician. This man was attached to Sergius Paulus, the proconsul, who was himself a man of intelligence. He had sent for Barnabas and Saul, as he was anxious to hear God's message. But Elymas the magician, for that is the translation of his name, opposed them, doing his best to dissuade the proconsul from accepting the faith. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, eyed him closely and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all true goodness, you monster of trickery and evil, is it not high time you gave up trying to pervert the truth of the Lord? Now listen, the Lord himself will touch you. For some time you will not see the light of the sun, you will be blind. Immediately a mist, and then an utter blackness, came over his eyes, and he went round trying to find someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was shaken to the core at the Lord's teaching. Then Paul and his companions set sail from Paphos and went to Perga in Pamphylia. There John left them and turned back to Jerusalem, but they continued their journey through Perga and arrived at Antioch in Pisidia. They went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and took their seats. After the reading of the law and prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent to them with a message. Men and brothers, if you have any message of encouragement for the people, by all means speak. So Paul stood up and motioning with his hand began, Men of Israel and all of you who fear God, listen to me. The God of this people Israel chose our fathers and made them into a great people while they were exiles in the land of Egypt. Then he lifted up his arm and led them out of that land. Yes, and he sustained them for some forty years in the desert. He destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan before he gave them that land as their inheritance for some 450 years. After that he gave them judges until the time of the prophet Samuel. Then when they begged for a king, God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, to be their king for 40 years. After he had deposed him, he raised David to the throne, a man of whom God himself bore testimony in the words, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who shall do all my will. From the descendants of this man, according to his promise, God has brought Jesus to Israel to be their saviour. John came before him to prepare his way, preaching the baptism of repentance for all the people of Israel. Indeed, as John reached the end of his time, he said these words, What do you think I am? I am not he, but know this, 
Someone comes after me whose shoelace I am not fit to untie. Men and brothers, sons of the race of Abraham, and all among you who fear God, it is to us that this message of salvation has now been sent. For the people of Jerusalem and their rulers refused to recognize him or to understand the voice of the prophets which are read every Sabbath day, even though in condemning him they fulfilled these very prophecies. For though they found no cause for putting him to death, they begged Pilate to have him executed. And when they had completed everything that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. For many days he was seen by those who had come up from Galilee to Jerusalem with him, and these men are now his witnesses to the people. And as for us, we tell you the good news that the promise made to our forefathers has come true, that in raising up Jesus, God has fulfilled it for us, their children. This is endorsed in the second psalm. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as for the fact of God's raising him from the dead, never to return to corruption, he has spoken these words, I will give you the sure mercies of David. And then going further, he says in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. For David, remember, after he had served God's purpose in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid with his ancestors. He did in fact see corruption, but this man whom God raised never saw corruption. It is therefore imperative, men and brothers, that every one of you should realize that forgiveness of sins is now proclaimed to you through this man. And through faith in him, a man is absolved from all those things from which the law of Moses could never set him free. Take care, then, that this saying of the prophets should never apply to you. Behold, ye despisers, and wonder, and perish. For I work a work in your days, a work which ye shall in no wise believe, if no one declare it unto you. As they were going out, the people kept on asking them to say all this again on the following Sabbath. After the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas and spoke personally to them and urged them to put their trust in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the entire population of the city assembled to hear the message of the Lord. But when the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy and contradicted what Paul was saying, covering him with abuse. At this, Paul and Barnabas did not mince their words, but said, we felt it our duty to speak the message of God to you first, but since you spurn it and evidently do not think yourselves fit for eternal life, watch us now as we turn to the Gentiles. Indeed, the Lord has commanded us to do so in the words, I have set thee for a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the uttermost part of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were delighted and thanked God for his message. All those who were destined for eternal life believed, and the word of the Lord spread over the whole country. But the Jews worked upon the feelings of devout and reputable women, and of the leading citizens, and succeeded in starting a persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and expelled them from the district. But they, on their part, simply shook off the dust from their feet in protest, and went on to Iconium. And the disciples continued to be full of joy in the Holy Spirit.